Good evening, and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. Welcome to Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your host, Taiwana Wilson. A little bit about myself. I am your award-winning leadership maven, medical laboratory scientist by background, best-selling author, owner and chief leadership coach at Trendy Elite Coaching and Consulting Services, executive director with the John Maxwell team, Maxwell Disc Certified Consultant, Send Out Cards Referral Partner, and co-owner of Direct Impact Broadcasting Radio Station. Before we bring on my special guest, I want to highlight our May fundraising initiative in conjunction with the Alzheimer's Association's Longest Day Campaign for those affected by Alzheimer's disease or dementia. I have a goal to raise $300 this month in honor of my grandmother, Juanita Hardy, by the end of May, who passed in June 2018 after a long battle with dementia. Donations can be made at bit.ly backs forward slash PE longest day. I'm also excited to announce the Trendy Elite eight-week empowerment tribe program launching later this month. So check our website and social media channels for more information about this program. I would like to say thank you to my media mentors, Ms. Ashley Luttrell and Ms. Kimberly McLemore of Talk Radio and TV Network, LLP. So today's special VIP guest is my store and fearless sister, Ms. Ashley Little. Ashley Little is a strong leader who has a passion for changing lives through education. She has been working in the for-profit education field for over 13 years. She has held many different leadership positions, and she loves being able to help students who might not have the opportunity to attend a four-year college continue to be successful. Next, Ms. Little is the founder and CEO of Ashley Little Enterprises, LLC, which encompasses her media, consulting work, writing, and empowerment speaking. In addition, she is a serial entrepreneur, investor, and two-time best-selling author who loves empowering women in many different walks of life to build confidence emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. She is a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and a member of Alpha Phi Omega. She is very involved in her community, organizations, and nonprofits. Currently, she is the co-founder of Sweetheart Scholars Nonprofit Organization, a 501c3, along with three other powerful women. This scholarship is given out given out annually to African-American females from her hometown of Waysboro, North Carolina, who are attending a college to help with their expenses. Ms. Little believes it takes a village to raise a child and to never forget where you come from. Ms. Little is a strong believer in giving back to her community. She believes our young ladies need vision, direction, and strong mentorship. She is the co-founder and owner of Talk Radio and TV Network, LLP, which airs in over 167 countries, streamed live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, broadcasting and media production company. This live entertainment platform is for new or existing radio shows, television shows, 
or other electronic media outlets to air content from a centralized source. All news, information, or music shared on this platform are solely the responsibility of the station radio owner. She is also the owner and creative creator of Creative Broadcasting Radio Station, the station of unlimited possibilities, and, a, and podcast radio TV host. Lastly, she is a board member and radio host for the Urban CEO Network. Ms. Little is a two-time best-selling author of Dear Fear, Volume 2, 18 Powerful Lessons of Living Your Best Life on the Other Side of Fear, The Girlfriend Code, Volume 1, I Survived, and Hello, Queen. She is a co-host for the Tammy Collins Marquee Radio Show, award-winning entrepreneur, reflection, contributor for the book, North Carolina Girls Living in the Maryland World. Media for Black Women Hustle, Sales, Marketing, and Event Correspondent for Swagger Magazine, host of Creating Your Seat at the Table, host of Authors on the Rise, partner, visionary author of The Girlfriend Code, the Sorority Edition, along with The Girlfriend Collective, LLC, and lead author of the HBCU Experience, the North Carolina A&T State University Edition. She has been on many different podcasts, TV shows, magazines, and radio shows. Lastly, she has received awards such as Author of the Month, the Executive Citation of Anne Arundel County, Maryland Award, which was awarded by the County Executive Stuart L. Pittman, Top 28 Influential Business Pioneers for Kish Magazine, Dynasty of Dreamers, Kish Magazine, to name a few. Ms. Little received her undergrad degree in English for, from North Carolina A&T State University. Next, she received her master's degree in industrial organizational psychology. Ms. Little is a mover and shaker, and she continuously pushes herself to be better than she was yesterday. She gives God all credit for everything that has happened in her life. She has strong faith and determination to be great. She believes her only competition is herself. Her favorite scripture is Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hello, hello, Miss Ashley Little. How are you doing this evening? I am doing amazing. Thank you for inviting me to your show and to your platform tonight. I am so excited to have you here today. I always give you uh, props and kudos for being one of my media mentors, so I'm excited to have you actually here on the platform tonight, so thank you. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) (laughs) So please tell the listeners about your leadership journey and how did you get to where you are today where you are consistently creating your seat at the table? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So I've been in corporate America for 13 years now. Um, I started my entrepreneurial journey, leadership journey, you know, probably at a young age, probably, when, you know, when back in college, you know, I had my own tutoring business. I kind of started that way, started my own tutoring business, and it kind of just went from there, and I got into network marketing, and I learned a lot of network marketing, 
And from there, you know, I started, you know, I became an author with Dear Fear, and it's just been going since then. And, I mean, I've always, um, outside of my corporate profession, I've always had different things that I did on the side as well. So I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit and that entrepreneurial mindset, you know. So I think it's just in my blood. Wow, that is awesome because you have done so much uh in both the corporate space and in your entrepreneurial space that is just outstanding. So awesome. Thank you. So Ashley, as leaders, we always hear about networking and building relationships. So as a corporate professional and entrepreneur, what networking strategies have you adopted that allows you to be successful in both spaces? And we know that they are are different. Yes. So the key thing is building genuine relationships. I think um, that people miss that part because, I mean, it's good to network, but the key thing is building those genuine relationships, not only when you're going out to meet people or, you know, when you first meet someone, you want to follow up with them and start building a relationship with them. And you want to make sure that the relationships are reciprocal relationships, right? So I think that's Mm -hmm. the key thing that has helped me become continue to be successful in corporate America and in um, entrepreneurship is building those reciprocal, genuine relationships because those relationships are more valuable than money. So that's what I would say to anyone is that that is a major key is making sure that you build those relationships. And what about strategies? Because I know for me, being in corporate, being in healthcare, uh, and then branching out on the entrepreneurial side, it was different. It was different networking and, and it, you know, building those relationships and figuring out, you know, how to make all of that work. What would you uh, say to somebody who's, like, getting into this and really don't even know where to start? <laughs> Well, what I would tell them to do is definitely invest in mentors and coaches, right? You want to have mm-hmm. uh, a good mentor and a good coach, right? But you want to have coaches that are where you want to be. And you want to have one for different areas in your life. You don't want to have multiple ones for the same thing. You want to have a coach for different areas in your life. And, of course, you want to have a mentor or somebody that you can, that you can confide in that can help you get to that next level. So all those things are so important when you are trying to uh, branch out, you know, and switch from corporate America to entrepreneurship. Well, I'm still in corporate America right now, and I'm doing entrepreneurship. But, you know, you just – The mindset, I guess the question that you're asking about the mindset of, I guess, leaving corporate and corporate when you're an entrepreneur, I mean, what what I would tell anybody is take what you learned in corporate America and utilize that into your entrepreneurship. So basically being in corporate America is not a bad thing. So take what you learn at the table in corporate America and and Mm -hmm. learn how they make their millions of dollars and then go home and build your business. Right. So I would just say utilize it and, you know, utilize your time in corporate America and learn while you're at the table and learn how they do it. Right, right. That, make, that makes awesome sense. That makes great sense of, of being able to, to utilize both uh, strategies. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. great information because you're right. I mean, you need to know how to to be in the boardroom and, and as the young people say, slay in the boardroom, but mm-hmm. still being able to to network and promote uh, yourself 
uh, as an entrepreneur or your business, uh, which you may not have that corporate backing or that, that marketing of them pushing the, the organization. So I love it. I love it. Coaches and mentors. Yes. Mm-hmm. What skills and qualities do you possess that you think have been most important for you of being successful in all of these endeavors? You're into writing, you're into speaking, you're into media, you're into for-profit education. Like what, what skills and qualities do you feel were, have been most beneficial for you? Well, what I would say would be definitely I'm a big collaborator, so I believe in collaboration. And I believe that there's room for all of us to win. So that's definitely one of the strategies that I've always taken with me with everything I've done because I believe that a, that a successful leader is successful when they're reaching back and pulling forward, right? So collaboration mm-hmm. is definitely one of them. And, of course, you know, continuing to build reciprocal relationships because um, we can build relationships, but you've got to make sure they're reciprocal too. So that, that would be number two. And then um, – it's pretty much, you know, being a good communicator, you know, you know, letting people know their expectations, vice versa, of, of, of them and of you as well. So those would be the three things that I um, would say that have helped me continue to uh, be successful in many different areas as I continue to grow because, I mean, we all have, you know, we, we all make our mistakes and that comes with the process. But those would be some of the things that I would say that have helped me along the way. But the, definitely the key would be, you know, collaboration. Collaboration is so powerful. And what I always tell people is your destiny is tied to you your connections, right? So it's important mm-hmm. that we collaborate because you can't do it all by yourself. So that's really the key thing that I'm really a big advocate of is collaborating. Of course, you want to do your research and make sure it's the right person and make sure that both people are mutually understanding what you all are there for, but that's definitely key to uh, getting to the next level. Awesome, awesome. That, that's great information, Uh especially in regards to collaboration. It, all of it, really, all of those were great tidbits of knowledge. So, listener audience, I hope that you uh, got those tidbits that Ashley shared with us. So when you talk about collaborations and we think about it, you know, in the entrepreneurial uh, space, what does those collaborations look like? What, are success, what does successful collaborations even look like if I'm somebody that's new that's thinking about okay I want to collaborate with somebody but what what do those projects even look like or what what does that look like so when you want to collaborate with somebody you you want to uh, both have a you know a meeting or you know have a conversation about what you all want to do right but you want to make mm-hmm. sure both people are invested in the project that you're working on because I've, I've of course I've worked on many and I'm thankful and blessed to have been working with some great people Dr. Marquita Blaze, Dr. Sharon Porter, uh, I've worked with you, uh, a lot of other people, Jessica Mosley, I've worked with a lot of great people who believe in the power of reciprocal relationships, right? So you want to make sure that the person that you're working with, you all are on the same page you're on the same wavelength, and it's a mutual understanding that what both of you all are bringing to the table, and also knowing the roles that you all are bringing to the table and knowing the expectations from both people, right? Because both mm-hmm. people have to be invested in order for you to get the results that you want. But then you also want to make sure that person is um, not for self, that they're not selfish. You want to make sure that they believe in that we all can win too. So that, that, mm-hmm. that mindset plays a part too. 
So once you, you know, find all of that out, then you know you take, you execute. You execute and make sure both people are putting in their 150% to make the project get, you know, whatever the project is going to be. Like right now I'm working on two amazing projects. Um, I'm a visionary author and partner with the Girlfriend Code Collective Sorority Edition. You're part of that. And my project manager, my partner, Dr. Marquita Blade, we have really uh, we have we were on the same wavelength. We're on the same path with making sure that we launch the book. You know, it's coming out actually next month with this movement that we're doing with the Girlfriend Code. But it all started with us being, you know, on the same understanding of what we wanted out the project and where we want to go, right? And then if you right. pick your team from there of, you know, our authors and, and we, we show the vision and you, you plan from there. And like the other project I'm working on with Dr. Sharon Porter was leading the um, North Carolina ANC State University edition, just putting the work in, they're building it, and then executing from there. So it's just, it all starts with just making sure that everybody understands the mission, everybody understands mm-hmm. the goal, the end result, and just knowing everybody, each other's roles and their expectations in the collaboration. Awesome. That is great information. And uh, those book collaborations have been very powerful. Uh, and we'll talk about some of your uh, work because you have had numerous book collaborations uh, that mm-hmm. have been successful and best-selling. And, you know, I, I know I get this question, so maybe, you know, you may get it too, you know, about, well, you know, I might want to do my own book or what what's versus me doing my own versus being in a collaboration. Sometimes people don't understand the strength of a collaboration with the people that's involved with the project, with the reach of the project. Can you talk a little bit about that so that our our listeners who are thinking about getting into that author space, you know, and may be hesitant about some of these book collaborations and, and really understanding the value of that. Can you talk just a little bit about, you know, the people that's in it even makes the book even more powerful? Exactly. You you just stated it. The power of the collaboration in general is powerful. But anthology projects versus, you know, you and your solo book, and there's nothing wrong with the solo book. I, you know, commend everybody that has done one. But if you want to continue to build your network and build your brand, um, collaboration projects are so great, right, to be able to mm-hmm. get that exposure and be able to collaborate with other people and be able to, you know, utilize each other's networks, right? So that, those are some of the benefits of collaboration. And plus, it also it gives you that, that um, you know, movement and that power to learn how to collaborate if you don't know how to collaborate, right? Because you, you have no choice when you're in a collaboration project because everybody has to work together in order to, for the project to work. So those are some of the benefits that I always say, and I love collaboration projects because, you know, it's, we, we all have this goal together, and we're all winning together, right? So that's why I love that. And then when you go out to branch out to do your own book, you will already have built your network. You will be built with new relationships, and it actually will help you even more because you've already built your pipeline. You've built your network. You've built, you know, the relationships that you need in order for your your book, your solo book, to be successful. So that's another mm-hmm. um, thing from a collaboration project. If you go from collaboration, then decide to do your own book. But if you start out doing your own book first, that's fine too, and then join a collaboration. But I would say I would recommend that everybody do at least one collaboration and get the experience because it's so powerful. And I'm just so thankful 
that I've been blessed to be in some powerful women, some very powerful people. And it has really uh, changed my life in so many different ways, you know, because everybody's learning from each other and everybody's always remaining a student. Well, if you always remain a student, you'll learn so much. You'll learn so much because we don't know everything and we have to learn to, to know that so we can continue to get there because we can't get to the next level if we're not open, and open to learning from each other and learning that everybody can bring something to the table. I love it. I love it. That is great information. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. If it wasn't for the power of the collaboration, I would have never met you. And so I'm yeah. thankful uh, for, for being in, in a collaboration and had the opportunity to be with you on several since. But if it wasn't for that collaboration and we lived states apart, uh, I would have never even met you. So that just speaks to the power of them. And I would like to give Arthur Kimberly McLemore a shout-out as well because she's my partner with uh, Talk Radio and TV Network, LLP, collaboration from there. You know, we created a network. So it's a mm-hmm. lot of power in those collaborations with the right people. Right. And they just go on. You can tell when a, a partnership and collaboration is awesome because it goes on and it continues to, to build. From you all, of, of your vision and your great work, I and my husband was able to start our radio station, Direct Impact, and we have even brought somebody on, who Jerisha Moore, who's able to uh, carry out her vision to her respective audience so that they can continue to be empowered. So that just speaks to what you all's vision has done and continue to do. So thank you for that. You are welcome because that's what it's all about. It's all about reaching back and pulling forward. You're not successful unless you're helping somebody else get there. Awesome. So it's important because we talk to leaders at at all different stages of life, and it's important for our next generation of leaders to not only hear our successes but also to hear about some of our mistakes. Uh, Can you share with the listeners one of your biggest mistakes and the learning lesson that you actually gained from that. So one of my biggest mistakes, I would say, well, I guess we, I would call it a lesson, is just you can't put your your destiny in somebody else's hand, right? So you, mm-hmm. you, you can't, I, I guess, with some mistakes I've made, just having expectations, higher expectations for others as I do myself. And, you know, everybody has their level of, you know, their loyalty and their expectations for themselves, right? So Mm -hmm. I often had to learn that, you know, nobody's going to work harder for your dream than you, right? So you can't leave your destiny or your dream in someone else's hands. So that's what be one of the mistakes I've made in the past, and I had to learn that. So regardless of whatever happens with what I do in life through my journey to getting to where I got to go, if, the, if, I'm, if I'm doing a collaboration or I'm with somebody of investing in something and it, and it doesn't, if they're not put, do, putting their work in or putting their, doing their part, I'm going to still go forward and do what I have to do because my destiny, you know, I'm, you know we're in control of how that's going to go, right, as far as putting the work in and making sure that we do what we have to do to get to the next level. So it's just not, you know, um, pretty much giving your dream to somebody else, you know, and not having mm-hmm. higher expectations for somebody else than you do for yourself, especially when it's your dream. You can't expect right. somebody to work harder for your dream than you do. So right. that would be something that I would say that definitely had to learn in many different ways because it, it comes in many forms. 
That's good. That's a really good bit of information, very good knowledge that you gave people. Because I think about that from both the corporate side and both the entrepreneur side. And on the corporate side, it happens more often than not where somebody is waiting for uh, their manager to help them get their next promotion or they're waiting for somebody to move them to the next level. So that is great. Don't put your destiny into somebody else's hand. No one mm-hmm. will work harder for your dreams than you do. I love that. That's great information mm-hmm. for our for our next generation of leaders. I know that you do a lot of work in the community, uh, and I know that talk radio and TV network LLP have interns, so you all are giving back and, and, and reaching forward and, and really helping our next generation of young leaders. Uh, and so what what tidbits are you giving your, your interns as they, you know, come and learn what you do and what some of your team does uh, for the summer? Well, one of my interns is actually listening now, so I'm going to say, uh, how, you know, Sarah's listening on now. I had to listen to Shadow tonight. But what we're doing right now, because we believe in reaching back and pulling forward, as you stated, and they're, they're actually being able to shadow us. They're being able to co-host with us and actually eventually host. Some of them are learning the engineering side of the media network. We have I've actually connected them with some of my other partners outside of my network to do blogging, and they'll be blogging for us too as well. But I've actually connected them with like other producers. I've connected them with other magazines and other companies to get their blogging experience down. And any other thing that they've told me that they're interested in, I've made those connections for my interns. Some of them have started in May, and then we have a lot that start next month in June. So I'm very excited to be able to reach back and pull forward to help our younger generation get to the next level. I even have a high school student because I'm the co-founder of Sweetheart Scholars, and I'm going back to North Carolina in two weeks to give out, to send four more African-American girls to college. And what I'm going to do there is offer, I'm actually going to give one of those high school students who's going to go to one state states in the fall, and she's majoring in broadcast media, and I'm going to give her internship as well with us to come on this summer, summer as well. So I'm all about just going back, me and Kim both, you know, reaching back and pulling forward to help our younger generation to give them what we didn't have, right, because we want mm-hmm. to make sure they're prepared when they get out there into, into the world. We're going to help them with their bios. We want to help them with their resumes to make sure that they're prepared because, you know, um, a lot of us didn't get that. So we want to make sure that they're getting that so they'll know what they need when they step out and do this because I wish I would have knew some of the stuff that they're learning now when I was in college, you know? So it's just mm-hmm. all about just reaching back and building them up and helping them. And I know you're actually having some interns yourself uh, that you're going to be uh, doing with blogging and things like that as well. So we're all doing it and reaching back and helping our uh, school of Tennessee State. And then we're going to expand out to other colleges, too, to offer more internships. But Tennessee State is our first one that we have interns from this summer. And as I said, I'm going to take a high school student on as well that's graduating, and she's going to Wilson-Salem State in the fall, but she will be coming on as well, one of my Sweetheart Scholars recipients that I will be awarding in two weeks. That is awesome. That You are really doing and you and your team, you, Kim, and, and everybody that you are around, I like that energy that you all have 
to really make sure that you are, are helping others. You you are truly letting people stand on your shoulders uh, to get to where they need to be. I had the pleasure of talking with uh, one of your interns, Miss Sarah, and she is on fire with the things that she wants to do. When you hear that energy and that passion uh, that these young people are bringing and their excitement about learning and being a good student, you know, it makes you say, yeah, i tell you everything I need to know, everything you need to know. I'll share, <laughs> yes. share it all. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're hungry. They're so hungry, and I love that. It's, it's so refreshing to, to hear and to see, but even with all of that, what I, I really love about some of the things that you're doing is that it didn't matter what your platform was. It didn't matter if it was in the corporate space. It didn't matter if it was in the entrepreneur space. You are creating opportunities for people by using what you have, using your resources, using your network. And sometimes uh, as leaders, as business owners, as, uh, as supervisors, it's like, well, I can't do this because I'm not here or I don't have this. And, and you're always creating uh, seats. Uh, at the table for other people by just utilizing what you have. And I think if more of us leaders did that, then the next generation uh, would be able to excel and thrive and really walk into uh, their destiny like we know that they can. Thank you. Thank you. So you are a two-time best-selling <laughs> author. Go ahead. Woo. Of dear fear, <laughs> that's big. That is that is that is a big thank deal. you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, you got dear fear volume two, eighteen powerful lessons of living your best life uh, on the other side of fear. You got the girlfriend cold volume one. You got after five. You got hello queen. You got other projects that you talked about tonight. Can you tell the listener audience, how did you even get started writing books, and how has it helped you on your leadership journey? Well, I started out writing books with the project with you, with Dear Fear, right? So uh, I got into the project with Tiana Patrice, who's a visionary author of Dear Fear, Volume 2, 18 Powerful Lessons of Living Your Best Life Outside of Fear. I've been following her for a long time, and then I finally joined the uh, Dear Fear movement. And it really just started from there. I mean, I knew I had a story, um, but, you know, it was time to tell it, you know. Uh, so I wanted to be able to share my you know, some of the different things that I went through in corporate America. That was in the Dear Fear book, Corporate America, and just in general in life in that book. And the name of my chapter in that book was Dear Fear, You Can't Have My Power. So it really all just started from there when I started writing, you know, uh, a little bit about, you know, my background in college. My major was English for undergrad and, of course, uh, my master's I.O., but um, I was been a writer, but I knew I had a story. So when I joined the Dear Fear movement, it really just all started from there as far as writing books. Nice, nice. And how how has it helped you on your leadership journey? It's looked like it's created a lot of uh, avenues for you to be able to go on by just having that uh, that that interest and not being afraid to even share your story that first time. 
Yes, it created a lot of uh, different opportunities. Being able to share my story, you know, and what was so touching when I first uh, shared my story and, you know, did your fear, um, I had reviews from men and women all over the world, you know, that could relate to my story, that talked about my story and how it changed their lives, right? Just going through different mm-hmm. things that I talked about in my story. So it has really helped me tremendously um, with that, and it, it's really awesome to know that my story has helped somebody, right? Because that was my thing. If I could just change one life, I was going to be fine, right? But I right. have come to you, and I'm still dealing with from the book. People are still buying this to, 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 to today. You know, they're still giving me reviews on it. So it's been an amazing journey, and I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful that I could be able to help somebody else not go through some of the things that I went through. And some of the things that I talked about in Deerfield was going through discrimination. As a black woman in executive-level positions in corporate America, that was one thing I talked about. I talked about toxic relationships. You know, I, I, I talked about many different things in that book. And it opened up so many different doors, you know, just being able to share my story with people that were actually going through some of that right now or, you know, and it actually was able to help people not go down that, you know, if they were able to see it and prevent it, you know, it helped them too. So I'm just thankful for the book, thankful to be able to share my story. And from that story, it says, Dear Freak, You Can't Have My Power, a lot of things were birthed from that. Awesome, awesome. Was it difficult to get started? Because I, I talk to people all the time, and they say, well, yeah, I would like to tell my story. I would like to get it wrote, you know, get it wrote down. I would like to be published. But that fear of even writing a chapter, you know, that fear of getting it on paper or not even knowing where to start, uh, it sometimes gets people to where they're like, I don't know if I can do this or not. Did you have the fear of even getting started with writing it down or getting, how did you uh, come through that of even really being able to write down your story? Well, I didn't have the fear of getting started. It was more so because I'm a, I was, am a very private person, so it was more so being vulnerable, right, and being able to mm-hmm. share some things that I didn't tell anybody. So in that book, I shared a lot of, it was a release for me because I shared a lot of things that nobody knew. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was at first it was a fear. It's like, okay, I'm getting ready to be vulnerable and people are going to be able to see inside of my life and things I've never shared before. But after, after you know, you know, going through the process that we went through with your fear and then launching, I was fine. But, yes, at mm-hmm. first it was really scary. But at the end of the day, you know, that's part of the process, and we have to realize that we have to do things afraid and just do it. And I think a lot of people sit on their dreams because they're scared to take that next step, to take that jump, because they're scared of rejection or they're scared of failure. But it's not failure, it's a lesson, and it's part of the process. So we got to always remember that the process is the most important part, and we have to learn to endure that because if we don't endure the process, we can't get Mm -hmm. to the next level. So we have to uh, always remember that. And when we're going through these different things and we're, we're, we're scared to take these different risks, we got to do it because um, being uncomfortable is good because if we're not, then we're not growing. So the next time for any listener that may feel uncomfortable or they're scared to do it, that's when you should do it because there's something on the other side of that. But if you stop and you don't, you could miss your next level or your, or your destiny because of that. So that's what I would tell everybody. One thing about me, I've always been a risk taker, and mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I'm not afraid to jump. 
I would jump, okay? But I will right. say that about me because I know that you got to do that in order to get to the next level. Because, you know, I not always like being uncomfortable, though. I will tell you that because it doesn't feel good. But I had to learn to embrace that because it's necessary. Right. That's great. That's great. That's the powerful information. Nothing ever grows in the comfort zone. So at some point we all have to jump if we want to move to the next level. So that's great information. Thank you, Ashley. You so are you are you are the co-founder and owner of Talk Radio and TV Network LLP, the owner and creator of Creative Broadcasting Radio Station, co-host for the Tammy Collins Marquee Radio Show, board member and radio host for the Urban CEO Network. How did you even get introduced to media, and what role has having the coaches or mentors play in your success and being in this space? How did you transition from, like, education and now you are in the, on radio and magazines? You're, you're doing it in media. Well, I'm first want to give, like I said before, give God the credit first. I will say when I launched my book last year, my first book with Dear Fear, um, I was on Tammy's show. She interviewed me back in May. And that's why I tell people it's power in relationships, it's power in building relationships, and it's power in connections, right? So I was mm-hmm. on her. She gave me a chance. She's probably, was she the first person? Yes, yeah, she was the first one that put me on her show. And we talked about the book and all of that. And then maybe a couple of weeks later, I got a, a message from her about, you know, co- you know, coming on and, you know, co- co-hosting. So we actually made a relationship from there. And really, Tammy was a big part. Her and John Schamberger was a big part of, you know, coaching me in the media industry and mentoring me in the media industry. Of course, I've always was a speaker and was, you know, talking and, and you know, doing different things before that. I always had a platform, but they really took me under their wing to learn the media. And I'm going to tell you, last year, I didn't tell anybody when I was, you know, um, learning this, when I was being mentored by them, um, some people knew I was co-hosting, but some people did because it wasn't something I had to announce because I believe in moving in silence because when you're in that season of learning and you're in that season of, you know, um, making sure that you're, you know, building to get to that next level, you got to be focused. And so she, her and John Schamberg mentored me majority of last year in the media industry to learn the different ins and outs of it, and this co-hosting and being able to be on the shows with so many different people, celebrities, you know, high-profile people. And I even, you know, brought guests on the show myself to interview. So it has been a great journey, and I'm thankful for for them, you know, helping me in the media industry, and, and they continue to help me. And I've had so many awesome mentors and coaches in the industry. I mean, Dr. Marquita Blaze is another one. She gave me a chance, put me on her show, Dr. Sharon Porter, so many more people that I probably have left out. I don't want to leave anybody out because I appreciate everybody that has had a helping hand, Jessica Mosley, in a different, uh, in my process with the media industry. So I'm so thankful that I was blessed with the connections and people that, you know, that believe in reaching back and pulling forward. 
yourself. That's awesome. That's awesome. Kudos to all of your mentors and coaches uh, that created that platform uh, for you. So what kind of advice would you give for somebody who's listening in today and they uh, would like to get into media and, and use this platform as their tool to get out their purposeful message? What would you tell them? How would you tell them to, you know, maybe get started or, you know, how would you tell them to try and enter this, this space? What I would tell them to do is get started. That's the first thing. Get started. <laughs> get started. You know, go ahead and start executing. And you don't be afraid to make mistakes, right? We're all going to make them, right? But that's how we mm-hmm. learn our lessons from those. And then, you know, invest in some mentors, invest in some coaches, you know, to help you along the way. But even if you don't, if you, if you don't have that, you know, maybe in your budget yet, then just do it, you know, and learn and, and be okay if you make a mistake. That's, that's, that's the main thing because I think a lot of people don't get started because they're afraid and they're afraid they're going to mess up and they're going to make a mistake, but that's part of it. I don't know one successful person that hasn't failed or made mistakes, right? You know, mm-hmm. so it's just getting started would be what I would tell anybody. Just do it and stop sitting on your dreams because you, at the end of the day, Everything that you go through is preparing you for that next level. So you just have to embrace that and just get out there and jump. Just jump. <laughs> so, great. But take calculated great. risk. Let me say that. Great information. And and what would you say for people who may be, you know, they have a story to tell and maybe they're interested in, and just like you are tonight serving as a a guest on somebody's show to even, you know, maybe they may have a, a story just like you. They serve as a guest and it turns into something further. What, how would you uh, suggest that they try and even get on somebody else's platform to, to get started? Well, when you're approaching someone to be on their platform, what I would tell everybody is to definitely build relationships with people. Um, don't, you know, use, you know, that to use, you don't use anyone to get on their platform because, as we all know, we all can read into that. So you want to be genuine when you're reaching out to people to be on their platform, but you also want to make sure it's reciprocal. I know one thing that I did learn, and I love this about Dr. Porter, when I, I remember, you know, when I was co-hosting with Tammy, which I still do, but when I was definitely was co-hosting with her all, mostly majority of last year, I remember bringing Dr. Porter on the, uh, on the show, and then later on when, she invited me to her show, and she stated, you know, media to media, let's, you know, media to media is what I believe in. You know, we put each other on the show because we all can win. And that's one thing that I took with me, with me with, in, in my journey. When, you know, you want to make sure things are reciprocal, right? So when you're mm-hmm. getting, trying to get on somebody's platform, make sure you're building genuine reciprocal relationships. Don't just get on their platform to use them for their network or their platform. You want to be able to bring value to them just like they're bringing value to you because they're offering you their platform and their network, right, and vice mm-hmm. versa. So you want to just make sure that you come with value and, you, you know, whether you send an email or reaching out over Facebook, you want to introduce yourself and tell them, you know, what is the, you know, my name is Ashley Little. Um, you know, tell them a little bit about yourself, and you want to ask them what is the process to be a guest on your show, and be okay mm-hmm. if they don't respond. That means they might not be interested, or if they say, you know, they're, you know, full, you know, full right now. Come back later. Be persistent. If you really want to be on the show, come back later. You know, follow up. 
Or, you know, if they do decide, then make sure you have your headshot and your bio prepared because that's what they're going to ask for next. And then also make sure that they're, you're prepared for people to do research on you because they're going to do research before they put you on their platform. So make sure your social media presence, you know, is, is as a reflection of you because that can hurt you if it's not. So those are things that you want to do when you want to be a guest on someone's show. But the key thing I would tell anybody is make sure you're genuine and you're, and you're building those reciprocal, genuine relationships and that you bring something of value when you're reaching out to people and you're trying to build connections. Make sure that you bring something of value as well. It can't be one-sided. It has to be mutual and reciprocal. Awesome, awesome. I love that. That is great information. So come with value and come prepared uh, in case of the opportunity do uh, come to fruition. You've got to have your bio. You've got to have your headshot. You've got to be ready, but come with value and making sure that that platform is a good fit uh, for, mm-hmm. for you and your brand as well. Mm-hmm. So, Ashley, growth is intentional. I know that you pour so much into others so that they can be better. But what are some of the things that you do for your own personal and professional growth to keep your cup full? Because sometimes as leaders we pour so much into other people that sometimes our our cups start to deplete. So what do you do to keep yourself on full? Well, I had to learn to take time out for my self-care. Now, I'm not going to say I've been all – self-care all the time. No. But I had to learn that. So I, what I do now is do better self-care. Like sometimes I'll take, you know, a day just to, for me, you know, to silence the noise to really get myself together mentally, right, because that's so important for us to take time for ourselves. So I had to learn to fit that into my schedule, right, and to make sure that I take time out for myself. Of course, praying, that's definitely, definitely number one. That's key. And then um, I'll go get a massage or, you know, I'll – um, travel. I like traveling. That's for me. That's peaceful. So I do things like that to make sure that I take time out for me, right? But I will say mm-hmm. um, I have not always been the best with self-care, but I've definitely came a long way. And I'm so proud of myself in 2019 with my self-care. It's been great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's one of those things. I've had uh, guests on here before, and that's one of those things is like I don't have it down perfect, but I am working on that because I know that that's important. So that's Mm -hmm. awesome. So uh, as we get ready to wrap up, you know, I could talk to you for hours, (laughs) but unfortunately our schedule tonight won't allow us to to keep talking and talking. Uh, But what's next for you? What's next? Uh, for you on your on your journey? Well, as everybody knows that knows me, I'm moving silence. But we do have the girlfriend <laughs> called the girlfriend called the sorority edition coming out in June. So I'm excited about that, excited about all the amazing co authors that are part of the project, excited about the book tour and book signs that we're gonna have coming up because it's a movement. It's a movement that we're doing. I'm also excited about the uh ACCU experience project I'm doing with Dr. Sam Porter and you're in that as well. About the movement we're doing with the HBCU throughout the nation and giving back to our HBCUs and sharing our story. So those are the two movements that I'm excited about that I've been working on, and I'm excited about what's to come. And, of course, I know God has a lot of great things that he's going to continue to bless me with throughout this year, so I just can't wait to see what, you know, he reveals to me. But 
those are the movements that I'm, I'm working on right now that are getting ready to come out, and I'm excited about that because the, the biggest thing about those two movements is that we're reaching back and pulling forward in both of them. We're coming to help people with the Girlfriend Code. We're helping, you know, women from, you know, all different, you know, different sororities, and we're, we're talking to them in our book about unity, you know, and how those girlfriend relationships, those positive relationships have helped us to come to people that we are today, right, throughout the world, mm-hmm. and how that you, it doesn't matter if you're a Delta, a.k.a. David, Timmy, Demo, it does not matter, but you still can build relationships with other sorority sisters, right, because we're all sisters at the end of the day, and we all can still build positive relationships, and that those relationships have helped us in our career, our life, you know, marriages in general. So I'm excited about the, the blessings that that book is going to pour into our new generation and our old generation, basically. And it gives you a, a positive, more of, of a great, it gives you great outlooks on sororities and how we can come together in unity, right, and sisterhood. And then with the uh, movement with HBCU experience, I'm so excited about that. Because we're giving back and we're going back to share our stories with these, with our, with the students there that are on the campuses, and also the alumni is coming back together to share our stories of how our HBCU experience has helped us become the people that we are today, and how attending the HBCU has changed our lives, and then and then giving back to the school as well, giving back and being able to show our students at at our colleges that that's what it's about. That's what it's about. That's why you should push through. That's why you should, you know, not give up. This is, this is, we've had challenges too. The, the difference was we didn't give up. So I'm so excited about both of those movements, okay? So those are the things that I have right now that I can announce. But, of course, I have other <laughs> things, of course, always roasting. But I'm so excited about those two movements. Yes. Well, that those are phenomenal uh, within itself. I mean, talking about girlfriend relationships and, you know, sororities and sisterhoods, and sometimes sororities, you know, from people on the outside looking in can get a bad rap, and, and maybe they don't know everything that uh, sororities do or, you know, the impact it has on the community. But more importantly, just talking about those relationships, there's, uh, so many stigmas that say women don't get along and, you know, women can't work together. So I know that that project is going to be powerful in shining a light on that in that uh, the, those relationships are powerful. And the HBCU project uh, within itself, being a, a HBCU alum, I can tell you that going to an HBCU, especially at that point in my life, changed my life, and if it wasn't for Kentucky State University, if it was not for Delta Sigma Theta, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today. So I'm very excited about your projects that are coming yes. up. <laughs> yes, and I have to, I, I have to shout the founders out of the Girlfriend Collective, my partners, um, Dr. Marquita Blaze, Maureen Baker, and Cindy. I have to definitely give them a shout-out as well. They're awesome people to uh, work with, and I also would like to give a shout-out to Dr. Sharon Porter with this movement of the HBCU experience as well. So that's why I tell people so much power in collaborations and, and connections because, you know, you can't build a movement by yourself. So. That is absolutely true. I'm thankful for all of you and your insight and your vision to even have projects like this uh, for people to, to be involved in and to learn more about. So how can our listeners stay connected with you and support you in your efforts? Because you share so 
many nuggets with us tonight. How can the people follow you and connect with you? Well, you all can follow me on Facebook at Ashley Little and on Instagram at underscore Ashley A. Little. Absolutely. And if you have any questions or would like to connect with me, just reach out to me through my inbox. Awesome, awesome. So listeners, Facebook, Instagram, you can reach out to her via her uh, inbox on either of those platforms. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Ashley, for taking the time out of your busy schedule. And, girl, you are busy. (laughs) <laughs> to, to give me the opportunity to interview you tonight. It was definitely an honor and a pleasure to have you as a guest. Uh, many blessings and much continued success to you and your journey and uh, as being one of my media mentors uh, and sorority sisters. I definitely want to thank you, and I appreciate you jumping on tonight. Well, I would like to say thank you for, like I stated, inviting me to your platform. I'm excited for all the things that God is going to do for you. And we've worked together in so many collaborations already this year, so I can't wait to see what else we have in store because I know most of the time we don't even know we're on the same project, so it's so funny. (laughs) But but it has been a blessing to be connected to you, Tijuana, and you're doing some amazing things, some amazing, amazing things. So super Thank congrats you. to all your success as well because you're a two-time best-selling author and you're knocking it out as well. So super congratulations on everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Together, we are better, and I truly yes. believe that. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. And happy, happy birthday to all the listeners. It's Tijuana's birthday. So happy, <laughs> happy birthday, and I'm thankful that you invited me to be a guest on your birthday. <laughs> I wouldn't have had it any other way. I thank you for being here to uh, celebrate my special day with me. So yes, thank you, listener. Awesome. So thank you, listener audience, for tuning in to tonight's show with my special guest, Ms. Ashley Little, where she shared with us that you can't put your destiny in someone else's hand. Remember, no one will work harder for your dream than you do. Get started. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and in your dreams, and make sure you come with value. It's going to be scary, but do it afraid. There's power in relationships. Remember, though, those relationships have to be genuine. Don't be afraid to share your story. Your destiny is tied to your collaborations. Remember, you need to have good communication, Always remain a student. You need to get coaches and mentors in your life. And also remember that uh, collaborations are important. So those were the tidbits that Ms. Ashley shared with us tonight. If you are interested in being a guest on this show, starting your own radio show, or even low-cost advertising highlighting your business or events, please email us at dibroadcasting at trendyelitellc.com. Please tune in next week to hear from another amazing leader. And until then, my friends, have a good evening. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T. Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. 
And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly.